Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 13th day of June. I am Paul White. Thanks for joining me. We are in a brand new week, and I am praying that your week is blessed and that you walk in the free favor of God. I hope that you are at peace, even if the world around you rages, the greater world around you, or the immediate world right around you rages, as sometimes it does but that you have the peace of God that passes all understanding. And by that, I think they meant peace that is inexplicable in the midst of tumultuous circumstances. And that's what I'm praying for you today. Inexplicable peace founded in the love of God and understanding how the Father thinks of you. Today, I am in 1 Timothy chapter 4, where Paul says to Timothy in verse 14, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. I want to point you back to a sermon that we posted last Wednesday on all of our platforms, wherever you're listening to this podcast. I would encourage you to listen to The Church Transformed by Pentecost. Now, we are doing a little series. Well, I say little. I don't know how long it will be. It'll be a while at our pace, but a series on the church with our Tuesday group in Flowery Branch, Georgia. Every Tuesday evening we meet, we fellowship, we laugh, we have fun, we enjoy one another's presence, and most importantly to me, we share what Christ is doing in our lives. We share the testimonies. We share the trials, the heartaches, the pains, the prayer requests. We take a moment and we open our Bibles and we look at Jesus through the lens of the Scriptures and we learn a little bit about Him and a little bit about us and what that application would look like if we took it out into the real world. And we're doing that with the church as framed through the book of Acts and not trying to replicate that church, but trying to understand that church, trying to learn from that church. Well, one of the undeniable moments is Pentecost. The reason I'm telling you this is not just as some sort of side plug that you'll go listen to that series. But because when we got into this Pentecost chapter, you start to watch the church being empowered, be transformed. But when you get into Pentecost, you start to watch the church walk out the gifts with like the gift of tongues, but not just tongues, the words of knowledge and wisdom and the gifts of healings and interpretations and prophecies that come forth out of the Pentecostal experiences, which is the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit within the body of Christ. That is what Paul, in a roundabout way, is referencing in 1 Timothy 4.14. When he says to Timothy, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership, it tells me that Paul and the leadership of the church laid their hands on Timothy and prayed over him, prayed that God would manifest his spirit gifts inside of Timothy, whatever they might be. I know this because if you jump ahead to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. So Paul believed what I think many people that are uh, they have any sort of background in what we might call Pentecostalism. We believe and we believe it based upon experience, and we believe it based upon Scripture, that the Holy Spirit is the giver of of gifts, and that it is His discretion as to whom He gives those gifts to, and then it's the discretion of those who receive the gifts as to when and how they use them. 
And that caused some consternation in the early church because people were a little bit wild with how they use their gifts. But it also shows me that people don't have to use their gifts. The Holy Spirit will move in His way. He'll find a way to move. But we are the ones who have to stir up the gifts that are inside of us. And that's what Paul's encouraging Timothy to do. Don't neglect the gift that's in you. What we don't know is exactly what gift Timothy had been given. And maybe that's because it's none of our business. Maybe it's because it wasn't just a single gift. Maybe it's because there wasn't even really a classification. Maybe it's not about what gift do you have. I know Paul lists off gifts in the Corinthian letter, but he doesn't bother to tell us what Timothy's is. And I know that could also be because he doesn't think he's writing to us. He's writing to Timothy. And he doesn't need to say to Timothy what Timothy's gift is. Timothy knows whatever it is is so obvious, Paul doesn't have to mention it. He just says, don't neglect it, which tells me a couple of things. One, you can neglect the gift. What you don't stir up and what you don't practice, you effectively neglect, but you don't lose it. Paul doesn't say don't neglect it lest it go away. In fact, Paul says in the epistles that the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. The gift, God's giftings and God's callings don't change. He doesn't change his mind. Oh, I gave you this gift, but oh, that was a bad idea. I gave you this gift. You didn't use it properly. I'm taking it away. No, we need discipline. We need encouragement. We need practice. And the reason, again, that I brought up last week's message, the church transformed by Pentecost, is at the end of that lesson, we get into this very topic, this idea that gifts are a part of that Pentecostal outpouring in Acts 2, that the church is then gifted. The individuals within the church are gifted and that we get to use those gifts and stir up those gifts but we can also neglect those gifts, which is evidenced in this text with Timothy. Don't neglect the one that was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the eldership. And again, let me add to that 1 Timothy 1.6. I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you, through the laying on of my hands. And so that moment is where Timothy began to realize the gift. I think what we should see is a renewal of praying for saints that they have the gift stirred up within them. That's theirs. Um, I think we've spent too much time, this is my opinion, but I lived it. So it's mine. But I think we spent too much time in a lot of classic Pentecostal circles praying for people to manifest tongues. Just praying that that, that, that come out of them. Speaking tongues, speaking tongues. And tongues is a gift according to the New Testament, but it's not the only gift. But we treated it like it was the gift that represented that you had it. Whatever it is, you had it. And I think it's why sometimes we would see people pray for hours with no manifestation of that gift. We, we were trying to be selective and say this is what had to happen. I think we should just lay on hands and pray the stirring up of the gift, whatever that might be, and that they learn what that gift is and that they learn how to walk in that gift. I also don't think the gifts are limited to what Paul talks about in the New Testament. I don't know what all God gifts people with, but I think whatever you neglect gets rusty and you don't walk in it and you don't use it. But as you practice those gifts, as you walk in those gifts, you become a better steward of it. You might say, well, I want this. Well, then start to ask the Father to stir up the gift that is within you. 
And then trust, because this is a walk of faith, not a walk of performance. We're not talking about going out and earning something, holding on to the horns of the altar till you get it. How much you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father give the Holy Spirit to those that ask? Whatever comes with the Holy Spirit is yours by asking. Receive in Jesus' name. More from 1 Timothy 4 tomorrow. See you then. God bless.